Blog Talk Radio. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. God bless you. This is Reverend Aaron Williams. We thank God for you. Thank God for Purpose Kingdom, Blog Talk Radio, and for the Facebook Network. We just thank God just for you that are tuning in. You know, tell a friend, tell a neighbor that this is the 1,898th episode of Purpose Kingdom. Those that don't, you know, that don't have Facebook, they don't, not on social media, they can still listen live on Blog Talk Radio, 319 527 Nine one again. Numbers three one nine five two seven six zero nine one. If you do, you know a friend and they're not on social media, but you want them to be able to hear what the Lord is saying. You know, uh, we just um, encourage you to give them that number. Um, let's, as always, we want to open with a word of prayer. God, we do thank you, and we bless you. We bless you for your goodness. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for. His goodness, God, you've been good to us. And we pray in the name of Jesus that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart would be acceptable in your sight. God, that the word that you speak, God, that it would fall on good ground, that it would bring forth fruit to your glory. I'm 30, I'm 60, and some 100-fold in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. As, as I see that the day approaches your arm, uh, I see that the day of Christ approaches the rapture, you know, the end of age, you know, the end of time, you know, um, as we see the signs of the times, wars and, you know, rumors of wars, earthquakes in diverse places, famines, pestilence, you know, all types of wonders in the earth, uh, wonders in the sky. You, know, you see videos of all kinds of things happening. You know, we're looking unto and hastening toward the coming of the Lord, but it reminds me consistently that we have to be ready, you know, and, and we talk about the story often, we did it um, last time we were on briefly about the five wise and five foolish virgins, that they were all virgins, they were all pure, they had all not defiled the Lord's house, they had not defiled the house of their father, they were virgins, they were virgins in Israel, they were virgins in Zion, and they all had been ready, waiting for the Lord. They were all ready. They, they were in the bride's chamber. They, they were in the place of preparation. They were in a place of readiness. But yet, the Bible still separated them and said five carried oil and five didn't. We, we, for me, now, I don't know, this this may just be for me, you know, for a, for a consistent walk, for a closer walk, you know, for a higher calling. Do you have that higher calling of God in your life? I, I want to challenge those that are getting called higher, but you're living among turkeys. You're living among those that don't like to fly high, that, that, that don't have the ability to soar on the wind of the wings of eagles. They, and, and, and let me not even put it that way because I don't want to give you a humanistic view. I don't want to give you a view to say that you could even to think that the ability is yours, that the ability is something that you put in effort. And, yeah, you do have to be the one to get on your knees. You are the one that has to turn your plate down. You are the one who has to consecrate. You are the one who has to lay aside the weight and the sin which does so easily beset you. But there is a spirit on the inside. 
and that is the spirit of a longing soul. Does your soul, you know, but David said, my soul pines after thee. My soul thirsts after thee. God, I in a dry and weary land. Do you have a longing for God? And that's where our topic is going to be tonight, because I want to talk to those who, no matter where they find their life, no matter what type of lifestyle you're living, no matter what kind of avenue or venue or profession that you have, inside of you there's something that's still longing for God, still longing for fellowship, still longing. And I see, we, we don't want to get that longing and confuse that longing with okay. You know, that, that longing doesn't mean that it's okay. That means that God is still dealing with us as his children because when that longing stops, we might be given up and given over to a mind that's reprobate. We, we might be given up and given over to a mind that no longer desires God. That's why we came in and we're coming in Psalms 106, and it says that thee that the children of Israel lusted exceedingly in the wilderness and tempted God in the desert. They, 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 they lusted. They lusted exceedingly. They, they, they cried for what they wanted. They, they wanted quail. They, they wanted fish. They wanted meat. They, want, they said, can God serve a table? We talked about this last time um, we were on the air, that they, they cried and said, yo, God brought us out of Egypt. You know, we was eating good. We had leeks and garlic. We, we were doing good. We were doing better in Egypt. Can God do better than what we were doing when we were in slavery? Can, and this is one of, the, one of the misconceptions of Christianity. This is what a lot of us look at. A lot of people look at because they they mistake gain for godliness. They they, they mistake the blessings for godliness. They they say, if I'm blessed, then God must be favoring me. And and that's that's a double-edged sword because you see, remember when the Lord came out of the wilderness, Satan said to him. If you serve me, I'll give you everything. So a lot of times the devil gives us things just that we can, we, our eyes won't set toward God. It's okay. It, oh, and let me ask, is it okay for you to tell someone continually, God bless you, brother boy, continually that you love them, you love them, you love them, but you never do anything for them? You, 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 you never visit them? You, you, you talk to them when you need something only? You know, they, you, you know that someone will begin to say, this guy, this girl, this person doesn't love me. They, they say it out of their mouth. And this is where the Bible says, God said, you serve me with your lips. But your heart is far from me. Back in Psalms, again, 106, it says that they tempted him exceedingly because though God brought them out with a strong hand, though he brought out their children, they, they, listen, he didn't just bring them out. He didn't just bring out the men and women. He brought the children. They, Israel and Egypt gave them their gold, gave them the spoil. It was as they had conquered and had gave, taken the spoil with them. Egypt gave them all types of gold and jewelry and all types of and said they Lord brought them out with a mighty hand, but yet in the wilderness they took God, the Bible says, so exceedingly. Now, this is the part, and I can feel my heart breaking when I'm even about to read this verse, verse 15. It said, though they tempted God exceedingly, God gave them their request. My God. And I have to urge you right here, be careful of what you desire. Be careful of what you're asking for. Be careful of what you're 
asked for. God gave them what they desired. God gave them what they lusted after. But the Bible says, but he sent leanness. My God. The things that they gravitated to, the things that they desired, the things that they lusted after, they consumed and heaped upon themselves after their own lust, but their desire for God became scarce. My God. Hallelujah. Look at the mercy of God. Look at the forbearance of God. Look at the grace of God. That though they cried something that he knew would take them out of his grace, take them out of his will, take them out of place where he wanted them, yet he gave them what they desired, but he sent to their souls because they didn't come after him, because they didn't cry after him. He said, okay, if you don't want me, you don't have to have me. I won't rule you anymore, but a place of dread to not be able to feel the wooing, the yearning, the longing, the calling, the love of God any longer in your life. And he sent them and he sent to their soul spirit where they no longer had an appetite for God. And that word in the Hebrew means to waste away or spiritual starvation. My God, they lusted at the thing. They just like, God, you know, we're here. We, you're our God. You brought us into this place. What's wrong with our lifestyle? What's wrong with what we want? What's wrong with our desire? What's wrong with our clothes? What's wrong with our behavior? What's wrong with our music? Why can't we live this way? You have to be careful. We have to be careful that as we're desiring things, that those things are a result of our continued prayer and communication with God, that when the things come, we know to look up. When the things come, we know that it's not because of our own ability. When the things come, we know it wasn't because our resume was so good. When the things come, it wasn't because our experience, you know, and our personal connection, but it was because we were before the face of God and he granted grace and opened the door that when the door opens, we have a mind to say thank you. My God, hallelujah. When I think, and I'm thinking about the scripture continually, you know, as I'm reading it, but they lusted exceedingly in the wilderness and tempted God in the desert. They didn't tempt God with things. They tempted God with their desire. They tempted God because, remember, the story goes God wanted to destroy them, but Moses interceded. Listen, Hallelujah. There's a lot of us. We know we could have been, should have been cut off a long time ago, but someone was interceding for you. The Holy Ghost was interceding for you. Jesus was on the right hand and still is interceding for you. The angels were beckoning for you, wooing God and in your in your in place for you, that the mercy of God will continually be extended to you and I. That now we're here under the mercy and grace of God. Listen, not because we were so good, not because we were so such a much, but because his mercy endureth, <laughs> excuse me, forever. Isaiah 55, as a matter of fact, Isaiah 55, verse 1 you know, through 13, but it says, Hold everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the water, my God. 
Come ye to the place of light. Come ye to the giver of life. And he that has no money, come buy and eat. Yea, come buy wine and milk, my God, without money and without price. Then they ask you a question, wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread and labor for that which doesn't satisfy? Hearken diligently excuse me, unto me and eat that which is good and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Let, let, let your soul delight itself in self, in fatness. Because God wants to satisfy the longing of our soul. He is the lover of our soul, and he satisfied the longing soul. But the soul we have, this is why the Bible says, but the soul that sinneth will die. And, you know, I don't like getting into all of this because uh, we have to explain it. You, you can't just say stuff and, and just in the religious jargon without some type of explanation. But he not only satisfies the longing soul, but the soul that sinned, as I was saying, will die. Why? Why, why is it the soul? Because the soul is not just the seat of the emotion. The soul is the part that battles for you. And whichever man is the strongest whether it's your spirit man toward God, whether it's your spirit man towards the Holy Spirit, whether it's your spirit man towards the Word of God, or is it your carnal man, is it your flesh? Which man will rule the soul? Which man will rule who you really are? And the soul is at the place of decision. Which will it choose? Will it choose the ruling of your flesh or will it choose the wooing of the Holy Spirit? So as we choose in our soul who we will serve, the Bible says choose you this day. We're not waiting till tomorrow. Choose you this day whom you will serve, whether it be God or whether it be bear, whether it be yourself, whether it be your flesh, whether it be money, whether it be the enemy, whether it be the devil, choose you today who you serve. Listen, let its soul delight itself in fatness. In Psalms 107, let's turn to that real quick. <clears throat> Psalms 107, verse 6, it says, Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble. When they found that they were in a place that God was no longer dealing with them by his mercy, that judgment had came. Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble. And he delivered them. What a merciful God. What a loving Father. What a patient Savior. That in the midst of in and out, in the midst of up and down, in the midst of serving God when we feel like it, serving God when we felt weak, serving God when we felt strong, rather, and then serving the flesh when we felt weak, in the midst of serving God and turning away from God, the Bible says that he still delivered them out of their distresses. Verse 7, and he had led them forth the right way, my God, and that they might go to a city of habitation. Then verse 8 says, oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works toward the children of men. Listen, verse 9, for he satisfied 
the longing soul and fill up the hungry soul with goodness. It's God that satisfies our soul. There's a void in the spirit of every man. There's a void in the spirit of every woman that no matter how much you do, how much you try to fill it, it still feels empty. You, you know how you go and you feel hungry sometimes. You, you say, I want to eat, and you go downstairs, and you look in the refrigerator, you get a sandwich, you look in the refrigerator, you get some leftovers, you put something together, and you go and you eat a meal, and after you ate, or you started eating, and you still feel that that wasn't it. I, I'm hungry. I, I feel hungry. I feel a longing on the inside. I feel hungry. What is this hunger in me? I just ate a plate of food. I just ate some chicken. I just ate some lamb chops. I just ate some potato chips. I just ate something. But on the inside, right here in my gut, I still feel hungry. That's because there's a place in every man and every woman that only God can fill. Only God can sit on the throne, hallelujah, of your spirit. Only God can sit on the throne of your spirit. Let me say it again. Only God can sit on the throne of your spirit, for he's satisfied the longing soul. Back to Isaiah 55. Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread and, and work for that which doesn't satisfy? Hearken diligently unto me and eat ye that which is good and let your soul delight itself. My God, let, let your soul be satisfied. God said, let your soul delight itself in fatness. I want to read verse 9 on 107 again. For he satisfies the longing soul, listen, and fills the hungry soul with goodness. He not only satisfies, but he feels. It's God that feels. It's God that satisfies. It's God that fulfills. It's God, hallelujah, that can satisfy that hunger that's in your spirit. And Isaiah 1 says, come now. Come now, let us reason together. Come, come now, let us talk this thing over. Come now. Well, I see your desires. I see the things that you want. But come and let me and you talk about it. Because I'm the one who satisfies you in your soul. I'm the one who satisfies that hunger for you. I'm the one who can satisfy that craving. I'm the one who can fulfill your hunger. We have to get our mind off of things and put our mind back on God. The word of God says in Psalms 106 that he gave them over and that he gave them sitting to their soul. They didn't any longer have a hunger and a desire for the fellowship, for the leading, for the presence of God. What a tragedy. What a place of tragedy to not even have a desire any longer in your heart, in your mind, in your spirit for the things of God. After they were lusting and God gave them what they wanted. What is it that you want today? Come now, let us reason together. Hallelujah. Says the Lord, though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. And if you be willing, 
and obedient, you shall eat the fruit of the land. I want to call you out today, you child of God that's been hiding behind doctrine. Your heart is telling you that God demands more from you. But you're trying to hide behind doctrine. You're trying to hide behind denomination. You're trying to hide behind the masses. But the Lord is calling you separate. The Lord is calling you right in the midst of that church that doesn't preach holiness. The Lord is calling you right in the midst of that party that you were going to. And everyone seems to have fun. And you're putting on a smile. You're putting on a front. You're putting on a show. But in your heart, you know that you're not satisfied. You're asking yourself, isn't there more to life than this? I want to tell you, Jesus satisfies the longing. So Yeshua satisfies the longing. Yahweh satisfies the longing. So won't you come to him today? This is an hour program, but I already told those. I said, I'm not going to be longer. I, I, I don't have that much, but I know that what I have is for the people of God. It's for that person that God is calling. He's calling you out of the party. He's calling you out of the doldrums. He's calling you out of the midst of a wicked and perverse generation. He's calling you out. Even out of your family, he's calling you out of that relationship. He's calling you out of sin. He's calling you out of the party. He's calling you to himself. Jesus is the one who satisfies. I want you to come today. I want you to repent right now. And I'm going to say a prayer of repentance, and I want you to repeat that with me. And then after that, we're going to have our brother Rob is going to come, and he's going to give you information on how to continue in your life and your walk with God. Hey, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Forgive me of my sin and wash me. In the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, save my soul and write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. I ask, excuse me, in Jesus' name and to his glory, Lord Jesus, by your spirit, come into my heart and become Lord and master of my life. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. Amen. If you said what you meant and meant what you said, God has done exactly what you've asked him. He says you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with confession. Uh, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. As you confess that I've been born again, the Lord will continue to sanctify you. Let me pray for you, God. I do thank you for everyone that heard, that heard, that is hearing, and that will hear this broadcast. God, we pray in the name of Jesus, God, that you would sanctify them afresh unto yourself. Every vice, every hang-up, God, every hookup. God, every soul tie, 
in the name of Jesus, that you would destroy every yoke by your anointing, that, God, even as you saved them, that you would continue to call them the more to yourself, birth in them, Holy Spirit, the desire for your words, the desire for the sincere milk of the word, that they may grow, God, building them consistency in prayer, consistency in meditating on the word, consistency in living holy and living for you. God, in Jesus' name, sanctify them for your own glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, Brother Rob's going to come, and he's going to give you some information and announcements, and then I'll come back in a few minutes with the last word and the benediction. Amen, amen. Uh, thank you so much, Reverend Williams. And, uh, you know, um, wow, great word tonight. And I, I'm going to tell you something. It was short and powerful and this is one of the many reasons why I say a lot of times, this is my favorite reverend. And, uh, you know, um, I know if I might get you in trouble, you know, hey, listen, I'm sorry about it, but I have to say it. So this is my favorite reverend, Reverend Williams. So with that being said, real quickly, this is the announcement. <clears throat> and uh, this is the Product Purpose Camp Network. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining us for tonight's episode. No matter where in the world you are, whether you listen to us on phone or via Internet, I uh, greatly appreciate that. And also my fellow hosts, uh, greatly appreciate that. And we do appreciate the ones that do share with their friends and family members and letting them know that Purpose Camp Network is on the air. Anytime we do a live broadcast, broadcast live on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. And we do a live show, we do have a calling number, which is 319-527-6091. Anytime you want to talk to one of our hosts, you just press the number one. And uh, also, if you want to listen to any of our past shows, you can go to www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom, and you can just simply type in the host name or the show name, and you can hear that show in its entirety and at your convenience. And we, you know, greatly appreciate all those that share with your friends and family members. Also, we... um invite you to like us on our Facebook page, which is Purpose Kingdom at Facebook. There you can see our upcoming shows and advertisements, and from time to time we do make major announcements on our social media pages as well as others. We're also on Instagram and Twitter, which is we are the handle of Purpose underscore Kingdom. If you want to correspond with us via email, you can, which is PurposeKingdomNet at gmail.com. We can leave your comments, questions, concerns. You can simply say hello or send a prayer request. And also, if you're in need of a Bible, just leave your contact information, and we'll see about getting your Bible. All right? And also, we do have pkn.com, where you can hear 24, uh, 24 hours of music of inspiration. All right? And with God's will and God's blessing, you'll be joining us tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour for the dwelling place hosted by Sister Dominique Hudson. Once again, we join us tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour for The Dwelling Place, and that's going to be hosted by Sister Dominique Hudson. And so uh, that is the end of the announcement. We'll see you tomorrow. And uh, with that being said, I'm going to hand it over back to my favorite reverend, Aaron Williams. (laughs) Amen, amen. I want to challenge every minister, and and it's not a biblical challenge. It, it, It is kind of, sort of, but, you know, my desire, my desire, I believe that this is also the Lord's desire. Um, Through music, through media, um, the enemy is declaring his word in our neighborhoods, in our homes, in our streets, 
everywhere we go, we're hearing music that is uh, the lyrics are, are saying all kind of, kinds of wickedness, all kinds of craziness. You know, uh, my name is Murder. You know, I, I'm a pimp. You know, or call that. You know. Um, um, pardon expression, but uh, calling our women out of their part, calling our women out of their names, and daily the enemy is declaring his word, his decree over our people. And I want to challenge. Uh, matter of fact, I'm going to read. Some, I'm going to read a scripture just because I want to declare the word of God. And, and I, I believe in the preaching of the word, you know, but. I, I believe that we are to declare the word of God also, you know, um, because heaven and earth will pass away, but the word will not pass away, you know. Um, and I don't want to be guilty of a lot of philosophy and man's words, you know, because um, I can definitely put a sentence together. Um, but let, let, I'm going to read Psalms 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fire of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flyeth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thy eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the door, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot upon the stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and dragon shalt thou trample on the feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high. Because he have known my name, he shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Amen. God bless you. Yes, sir, Brother Steve. The word itself is a declaration. So um, that's what I'm going to do. That's what we're going to do here at DTW Ministries is that um, every, every, every after every broadcast, if, if, if time be uh, 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 allow that I'm going to read just straight from the word, you know, after we've given the altar call, you know, um, and after, after we've prayed for people. So, but um, and we want, because we want the word of God to be declared. So we thank God for you. You know, thank God, thank God, Martin, you know, Chef Boyardee, you know, <laughs> my elder Stephen Boyd, and those that are listening by way of Blog Talk Radio internationally, you know, across the globe, we thank God for you. You know, um, and we just you know, ask that you continue to keep us in prayer. You know, I've had a few people on Facebook reach out to me. You know, I'm not a pastor. I don't have a church. I don't have a congregation. I'm just a, a man of God. I'm just a child of God. I want to share the word of God. 
and, you know, at a time like this where the Lord gave us the ability and the technology right in front of us to be able to do that. I do want to, you know, pray and um, ask those because I've got um, a few requests for the church in India that we pray for our Indian brothers and sisters, you know, that are being persecuted, churches are being burnt down, you know, Christians are being snatched out of their homes, that we want to keep them in prayer, you know, and do as much as we can. You know, some can do some little, some can do more, you know, um, to be a blessing to them. But keep them in prayer, you know, as you continue to um, just move forward. Yeah, and, and, and that's that's that's, that's my, my, my desire, you know, that I'm going to do. You know, you let the Lord lead you, but as for me, I'm going to make sure that I continue to um, read the scripture every time in the broadcast. So without further ado, let's close. God, we do thank you and we bless you. We thank you, God, that you, Lord, satisfy the longing soul. God, I pray for every man, every woman, every boy, every girl that would listen to this broadcast, God, that you would arrest their spirit and arrest them in the name of Jesus. God, that the words of our mouths and the meditations of our heart, that they would not only be acceptable in in your sight, but, God, that it would penetrate the very mind, God, of those that hear it to do your will to come closer, to draw nigh, to come, even as your word says, to the waters, to buy and eat, and to delight its soul in fatness. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Enjoy your evening. We love you and the love of the Lord. Amen. Jesus led. He raised me, I will not lose. He saved me, I will not lose. Set me free, I will not lose. Never wanna see me down, I will not lose. He saved me, I 